Welcome all current and future shareholders of BitFrontier Capital Holdings, ticker symbol BFCH. And of course, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Submerged, vastly becoming your go-to podcast for all the latest updates and information in the world of cryptocurrency. I believe that we've got to be ranked number, you know, at least in the top 10 of uh, crypto podcasts at this point. This is episode number five, Andrew. Five. Five. We have, I think we're up to eight viewers, yeah. listeners, whatever, yeah. however you call them. See, we don't even, we have so few. I, I'm just shocked that you're still here. I, I'm yeah. shocked that I'm still here. <laughs> I, I didn't know after this much time, I'd, I'd you'd still keep me around, but. I, uh, I figured that you would last three, uh, three podcasts with me and then you would, you know. Like do what I normally do. Yeah. Understand right. that you have way too much on your plate. Yeah. Well, but um, apparently enjoy hanging out. I, I, and you know what? I, I have to admit, I'm starting to enjoy this. Yeah. Because, you know, you get all the ridicule and I just, you know, hang out. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of the, uh, the, the, the one comment that we've had on all of our yeah. stuff. I'm pretty sure that was uh, Rachel yeah. under a different name. Just trying to <laughs> give us some positivity. Stir the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you, you know, we're... we're <laughs> It's funny when we first started this, I wondered, do we have enough? There's enough topics. Like, you know, we. Could, I'm sure there's there's always things, something going on, or oh, something yeah. to talk about. But if we're talking, if we're going to go like deep into com- into topics and subjects and conversation, mm-hmm. do we have enough? Like, are we, but there's, there's, at this point, I'm like, the the sky is the limit. There's yeah, we're not running out anytime no. soon. There's no way. No. Um, well, today's exciting topic that we're going to delve into is uh, institutional-grade crypto mining sites. Our favorite kind of customer. Yes. We love all customers. Yeah. But, you know, even though your parents told you that you were their favorite, they were lying. Yeah. They love all of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, we, 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 we started with, uh, with the small stuff, with... Uh, right. The, the the hobby right. we talked about kind of your your venture from sure. hobby to investment to to business um, and I think that the evolution of this podcast has um, you know has followed the same evolution as as um, as, as cryptocurrency mining where yeah. you know we've we've kind of evolved from this being a hobbyist activity mm-hmm. um, to you know I can make some money doing this yeah. it's to, now it's a business it's a massive industry yeah this is huge yeah. Um, and I think, you know, continue growing interest in digital currencies. We've talked right. about these in our short uh, Friday roundups sure, sure. Um, every, every week. It seems like there's there's a new big, big player um, in, in the um, uh, in the banking world that mm-hmm. is backing crypto. Right. Um, and, and the interest in digital currencies only seems to continue to, uh, to climb, to climb. It is. Which which is fantastic. But um, we, we have the, there's exciting things coming up, too, with the halvings of different yeah. tokens and, you know, you know, generally speaking, those are great events, right? You know, historically, exactly. anyway. Yeah. So, um, without further ado, let's uh, let's let's jump into this right here and let's, let's dive let's, on let's, in. Let's dive on in. Let's do our deep dive. Okay. That we have we have. Um, let's immerse ourselves. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have. I I I have a few. Uh, we've noticed a few things that I say regularly, but um, yes. I think you're starting to you're trying to catch on to some of them too, and I am, I'm stealing them. them. Yeah, I'm making them my own. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's start here. You know, okay. I think um, we still obviously have many individual miners still participate in the right. um, the process of, right. of adding new blocks to the blockchain networks. And, right. Um, we we've we've done the, the 
the conversation on the the medium size, right? Um, which is which which we see a lot of. Right. I think that's probably where the majority of the business lies. Mm. You know, obviously there's there's still lots of business in the onesies, the twosies, minors, and tons. I mean, um, that's ninety percent of our business. Right. Yeah. Right. But um, but we see you know we see a lot of that middle level uh, type mining um, uh, adventurists or enthusiasts. Um, but this is different, mm -hmm. right? The institutional grade stuff is is different. These sites are they're professional operations that right. are typically equipped with cutting edge technology, right. massive computing power. Sure. So, so let's let's explore the world of institutional mining and understand why why it's significant. Right. Right. Well, you know, as everything else starts someplace and ends in a completely different, you know, environment. When institutional mining started, you know, they were in cool places. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I once saw a 60 minutes episode, I believe, about uh, the massive mining farms in China. Mm -hmm. They were all air cooled, you know, in generally cooler places and, you know, outdoor essentially, but mm -hmm. with just massive, massive, you know, racks and racks and racks and racks of miners. <laughs> and uh, there's still a lot of that going on today. Obviously mining in China is illegal, although I'm sure it's still happening. <laughs> Um, but in the United States, you know, and, and, and that's, that's where, you know, what's happening now because of the, the power rates and a lot of, uh, institutional sized investors are moving from foreign countries into, into the United States because we have obviously a stable political climate, I guess, relatively depending on who you ask, Yeah. but you know, there's, we don't have any wars on our on our own soil. So everything's relatively safe Yeah. and you know, you have the government you know, trying to regulate things as they do. Of course. But, you know, now, you know, when you get into that 1,000, you know, 2,000 units, you know, the big the big guys, you know, we, we classify the, the intermediate level to around 100, but it's really to around 1,000. Right. You know, when you get into the to the megawatts, you know, when you're ordering your miners based on truckloads and containers yeah. and, you know, that sort of thing, that's when you graduate up into the upper echelon of of this and, right. and and at this point it is definitely not a hobby it is definitely not something you're doing on the weekend it is generally speaking your job yeah and it is your career at this point and generally speaking you know i'm, I'm probably going to say it a lot today but you've got a group of investors and you've got to respond back and you've got to deliver your roi and do that sorts of things so these are actually my favorite level of customers because I get to have the most involvement with, um, yeah. I, I don't like the uh, retail guys less. It's just, I don't typically deal with that day to day. That's you now. Yeah. And, and they're lots of fun. They are they're, lots of fun. They're, they're usually, usually the ones that I have more conversation with and it's right. normally, um, you, <laughs> you feel like, you know, them on a personal level, there's, right. there's, there's that intimacy, obviously when it's, right. when it's a smaller, smaller grade customer and that's, that's why uh, that's why we, we love them so much. Right, right. Um, and, and and you get you get to form a great relationship with them right. and help them grow and build into whatever their their yeah. ultimate goals are. Yeah, we talked we talked about that um, episode one. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of talking about the newbie the newbie miner and um, there there is there is a sense of satisfaction to um, helping somebody with their their first purchase, walking right. them through the setup the setup process. <laughs> um, pre-miner arriving, post-miner arriving, right. and then checking in with them and, and, and figuring out that they've fallen in love with this. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, yeah. and, and, that's, and that's the 
the fun part. Mm. It gets exciting and, and you, you get to watch them grow. Yeah. And now they're, you know, now they've grown into intermediate. Yes. And then a, a lot of people end there, but some, yeah. a handful. Yeah. I was going to say, I wish all of our customers that came to us as a one and twos ended up institutional grade, hosted with us, buying all their minds with us. That would be awesome. Life would be good. Life would be good. How many Ferraris would you have if that was the case? More than I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. Yeah. So would you. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we, we love these customers. They're fewer and far between. Yeah. Um, obviously most of the inquiries that we get, you know, that's, it's, I want to buy a million miners except for, I don't have any money. <laughs> I yeah. don't have anything, but, um, you know, we occasionally from time to time, we, we see these legitimate deals come across and actually one of our largest referring parties right now is a company that goes out and builds hosting yeah. facilities, Yeah, either air cooled or liquid cooled. Yeah. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have wonderful, you know, referring parties and referrals are obviously the biggest compliment that a business can get. And, you know, we're fortunate to have some, but when you start out and we have institutional customers that come to us, like we have one right now that we're working with. And again, these are big companies. They're, they're not illegitimate. These are, these are companies with money and, and they're ready to go. And, you know, we, we have two different sort of service levels, right? Uh, one of them being like, Hey, I've got a bunch of money. I don't know how to build it. I need you guys to build it for me, which we can do, which is what we do. That's who our partners are. We have, we have great, amazing partners that can do whatever we need done. They can build you the site. We can set it up. We can, you know, install the PDUs, all Mm -hmm. the ethernets, all the power cords, all the, the nonsense. If if it's air cooled, we can, you know, set up the racks. That's easy, right? If it's liquid cooled, we go a different direction and set, set it up accordingly. But the point being, you know, at the end of the day, some people, they just want to say, uh, we have $10 million. We want to buy a bunch of miners. We want to do X, Y, Z, show us how we can do it. And we start, do everything start to finish Mm -hmm. from, you know, pre-planning, permitting, construction, implementation, and then basically, you know, giving you the profits. We yeah. take a, a small management fee on a monthly, um, a monthly management fee. It's, it's pretty nominal. It's everything belongs to you. You own it. We just operate it and you just collect your money. Right. And that's, that's sort of what we're starting to see. Like uh, the current customer that, that has a very, potentially large a project on the, on, on the table right now is, you know, when they say they want to start at five to 10 megawatts, it's obviously not very small, Yeah, you know, two to 4,000 miners in that range, generally speaking, depending on if it's air cooled, liquid cooled, you know, there's lots of different factors, Yeah, but generally speaking, that's a great start, you know, especially when they have end goals of being at around hundred megawatts. And, and in, in this particular case, they, at least for right now, the, the setup is, they want us to do literally everything. Yeah. They come in, we do all the work, we present them a sort of business plan with their projected ROI and, and they fund it. Yeah. And that's, that's the, uh, you know, those are obviously the most interesting to us because we get to be involved and it gets set up just yeah. so perfectly. We get to do all the parts that we like yeah. with somebody else's money. Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, OPM, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do that? But no, um, obviously the key differentiator between individual miners, medium, medium scale, uh, investment miners is, is scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, institutional 
miners will operate on a much larger scale with with dedicated facilities, um, typically ho- housing in the thousands right. of, of of mining rigs. Um, what 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 other what other key differentiators do we see between mm-hmm. the you know how do you how do you how do we differentiate or how do you jump from medium level to to institutional level? Right, right. Well, there's a few factors. It's it's kind of funny because when you get above like the thousand units and above, people are a lot calmer. Yeah, because they vetted the company, they understand. They're not panicking. You know, they haven't paid yesterday, and then are are you know sending inquiries every day asking if we, if we receive the money and all of that. Yeah. People are generally calmer. They understand this is the business. Business takes time, you know, and it does. It takes more time. Of course. And, you know, just, just to receive, think about this, people, a container load <laughs> of miners, right? Like four to 500 miners, right? Yeah. It, it takes, you know, two to three weeks to, to receive them. Uh, only because, you know, you're either shipping them via plane, a cargo plane, or they're going on a boat, which takes six to eight weeks to receive. Right. And, you know, that's, that's the, the first main differentiator is, is what we do. We use a very, very experienced shipping agent, so you don't have to worry. You know, um, one of the things that a lot of people need to remember when it comes to shipping agents and companies that they're using, there's good people and there's bad people in the world. That's obvious. Mm. But at a certain point, when you start shipping 100 miners out, if you're using an untrusted company or an untrusted shipping agent or an unfamiliar one, you know, there's, I've heard horror stories about them selling information yeah. to other people about locations, delivery addresses. Yeah. Now imagine this, hmm. you've ordered 500 units, they've arrived, but somebody so- sold that information out. Right. If it's not 100% secure, it's a security risk. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things that we do differently. We use the same shipping agent on our large scale projects that the biggest mining company in the world uses. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of the important things. You know, everything comes down to cost. Everybody always wants to know cost. Well, our cost on a hosted miner at a thousand units is cheaper than almost anybody else only because we don't make any money on it. Yeah. We just do it as a service mm-hmm. to you. That way we can, we know for sure that your miners will arrive and they will, and what condition they'll be in because we obviously have our trusted network of people that we use. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the biggest and most important part is pay attention to who you're, how you're shipping it, who you're shipping it through and what are the means you're going to receive it. Now, Everybody knows there's just millions of containers a month coming into our various ports around the United States from China. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff gets through, but you don't want your one shipment to be the problem because man, man, can you imagine a thousand miners get stuck in custom border or get stolen or, or anything like that? Right. You don't want that problem. Right. And so that's one of our biggest differentiating factors is we have the ability to bring it in and bring it in safely and get everything here. Yeah. Take a lot of that risk right off the, the top. And Absolutely. given the fact that we have no, nothing negative about us about not receiving miners online, <laughs> um, you're going to get your miners. Right. You know, that's, that's the best part. And that's, and that's the most important part. So, you know, whenever you, you start a project like this, it, you're looking at a, at a, at a at a decent timetable. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do is we set expectations in the beginning. We establish, hey, uh, you're, you want to build a thousand 
uh, slot liquid immersion facility. Well, we, we don't have any available right now, so that's going to take three months. Right. And, and you just need to be patient. But in that three months, we've got to modify your miners, which yeah. is, again, another big differentiator. We, we, any modifications that need to come on your miners, we do it in China. Yeah. Because um, for those of you that don't know out there, the labor cost in China is a lot cheaper than the United States. Marginally. So we're able to do all of our modifications before they even arrive. That way, when they get to the U.S., all we do is dunk your miner. Right. Or connect it. Right? It's just, it's a lot simpler that way. If you want to have, you know, our, our eventual ecosystem that we're building out right now, it's going to be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, the website, ASIC Miners US, liquidimmersionhosting.com will all work within our app. You'll be able to, to look at your miners, see how they're being mined, look at it through our control cards that we're making. And, you know, you can see where all the stats and all the fun parts are. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what differentiates us from everybody else of course you know we're customizing it based on what you want and that's yeah that that actually goes a, a little bit deeper if you have a thousand miners or more we'll build you your own node yeah. for free so you can mine <laughs> to your own free, pretty cool it is pretty cool we'll put in a gigabit uh, internet right right at the site so your latency is like yeah as low as we can possibly make it we're minimizing latency we're i think on the last podcast i said maximize i don't yeah. know what we're yeah. i think it was getting towards the end of the podcast i, I was tired i know yeah it you happens had, you had me had maybe those cups of coffee i've heard about i know i know you don't get them yet <laughs> coffee's for closers yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but no you talk you talk about differentiating and, and we're you know differentiating between those those mediums uh scale to, to right. large scale um, operations and one of the one of the biggest listen uh, uh, any uh, any level above ten miners you I mean at every level I think everyone is trying to make a profit. There's obviously the mm-hmm. hobby enthusiasts and we talked about that before and um, but ultimately nobody's doing this to lose money. Right. Um, Although but, there have been several that have. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but at this scale, we're talking large investment, uh, huge backing, right. um, typically, um, you know, in the, in the multi millions of dollars right. per year. Um, and with that, bec- the, the, the strategy is a little bit different. Right. Um, but the, the pool and the, the ability to make things happen is obviously a little bit different too. So some of these institutional grade, um, uh, mining sites, they have, they have, they have significant, um, Hash, cool with, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, if you're at, uh, you know, 5,000 miners or above, you want to yeah. be on foundry. If you're mining yeah. Bitcoin, you yeah. wouldn't want to have one of our nodes then. Right. But if you're not at yeah. that level and you don't have, you know, in, into the, you know, the petahash, right. uh, um, you know, a, a mining node on site's a great, a great alternative. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the other factors that go into this and, and what we do to help differentiate ourselves even further is if it's a, especially if it's a liquid cooled, I mean, we can really like fine tune everything, the overclocking mm-hmm. to find the optimal range. And we, you know, we just work with the customer and say, hey, look, this is where we are. This is where we think this one's best. Yeah. This particular miner, because every miner is different. Of course. Just the, just because we have examples doesn't make them, you know, means that across the board, they're all going to remain true. You know, just like the example I use on the Watts per, per terahash. Well, that was on an S19 yeah. J Pro 104. Yeah. So, the XPs are going to be different. The L7s are different and so on. Right. But we, we really work to maximize and fine tune your site to maximize your ROI. 
And, you know, the same thing that happens, you know, just like, hey, guess what? Price of Bitcoin dropped. Is it profitable to stay on? Do you want to stay on? Right. You know, these are the type of conversations. These are the types of thoughts we have to have. Right. These types of communication we have to have with, with these clients. Or, hey, there's a major event happening or a major event happened where to, the, to the downside or the upside. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to overclock? Do you want to increase the overclock? Do you want to decrease it? How do you want to manage this? Right. And, you know, obviously we can't, you know, increase your overclock and decrease it every day. Right, because that's a lot of work. Yeah, but if if we see if we see uh, the price of Bitcoin rising and it's just staying up, and, and customer feels like, hey, I want to go from twenty five percent to forty five percent overclock, we can do that. Correct. Obviously, you have to have our control cards and PSUs, but these are these are things that that we have the ability to do. That if you're in an air cooled environment, guess what? Can't happen. You cannot do it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, in in the, um, the the process of building out a institutional level uh, mining facility, there is obviously a significant influence and, and um, some le- uh, leverage. I think is the is the right word to lower your cost across the board, mm-hmm. correct? Um, and y- you know you'll find that the majority of these facilities are st- strategically located in areas that have abundant cheap electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, electricity costs will significantly impact their their mine and profitability, right? Um, but also some leverage to to work with. And, and I know in the past we've, you know, we've 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 worked with, um, or we are working with uh, this level of, of potential customer and really fine tuning, um, really fine tuning the their their product and and what it looks like for them. Mm-hmm. But the the ability to like really blow this thing up and make significant profit in the mining space at institutional level is, is, is pretty remarkable. Right. You know, um, so t- tell me what, you know, we talked a little bit about, um, the primary benefits of institutional grade mining sites. Um, the vast majority of these, of these mining operations, they, they achieve economies of scale, the reduction right. operational costs are maximizing profits. Um, and that obviously allows them to remain competitive in an increasingly challenging and competitive mining landscape. Right. Um, you, you, we took, we talked, you talked a little bit, um, about, um, the stability that they bring to the cryptocurrency, um, the ecosystem, right. You know, they're, they're unlike individual miners that might fluctuate in those moments of, of up and down, uh, based on the, the market volatility or market conditions, institutional miners have a long-term vision, right? Their plan is fairly consistent. It's continuous. Um, and that involvement helps maintain network security, mm-hmm. decentralization. Right. Um, and they're obviously, their fundamental principles are the blockchain technology. Right. Wow. I mean, it's, they're the foundation. Right. With, with the onesie twosie guys are just, just there. Yeah. But the foundation is what, I mean, the, them, you know, the thousand plus, the 10,000 plus guys, the, that's what's supporting the whole network and making it operate. Right. right. And, you know, they rarely shut their miners down. They often just, you know, even when it becomes unprofitable, they keep going. Right. Because this is an investment and they're, they're, they're just stacking coins. They're stacking tokens. They're just waiting for it to go from 25 back to 30 and then they can dump them and make a profit. Right. With that said, it leads into probably a, a counter argument and it's the little man against the big man. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rise of institutional mining, um, 
certainly not without controversy, and we can talk a little bit about more of those, but some, some people in the, we're talking more in the enthusiast, enthusiast level, they would argue that the concentration of mining power in the, in the hands of a few large entities that kind of leads to uh, centralization concerns. Yeah, it, monopolies. It, yes. Yeah, I, right. mean, I mean, that's, that's the argument that you know, everybody makes is what, you know, putting too much power into one person's hand creates all the things of all right. the problems. And I, I think we can look at the history of, well, anything. That's yeah. true across the board. Um, but does it become, be, does it become, sorry to cut you off, does it become more of a concern where we see situations in, in China, for example, mm-hmm. where, you, you know, you're not going to, I mean, you might, but it's very unlikely to find an institutional grade um, or an institutional level um, mining operation. Mm-hmm. Does, does that limit the array of diversity um, across mm-hmm. the globe? And does that, does that, pull away from the idea of true decentralization? Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you can answer the question every which way you, 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 you'd like, but... Let's get the Andrew Jilton let's answer. Let's get the Andrew Jilton answer. Okay, <laughs> well, the, the Andrew Jilton answer is as follows. There's huge mining facilities all over the world. Yeah. So it's not like... I mean, the only way you could really cluster them is if you said the America, America has... a a million miners, right? Right. And then you say a country like, or a region like the Middle East, they've got a million miners, right? right? And then you say a country a country like Russia and maybe Eastern <clears throat> Asia, right? Has, they have a million miners. I don't know that the power is really in any one person's or one country's hands because it's not, it, I mean, it is decentralized. I mean, it's all over the world. Right. And, you know, it's like the interweb you know, on the line, right? It's <laughs> on the line. It, it, it's, it's, do you all, connect to that internet via ethernet or is that wireless? It's a, it's a uh, dial up. It's dial up. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, no, uh, do you but still it, have, do you still have like the feedback of the, tzz, tzz, yeah, 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 that, yeah. It's, that's how it works. I'm yeah. just old enough to remember that. I mean, yeah, well, I am old enough <laughs> to remember it. Um, but, uh, you know, and same thing, South America, they've got miners, you know, uh, are, uh, some some of them are using cryptocurrency as their own. Uh, China is m- moving towards that, and so I I just don't. I mean, I feel like even even though there's you know some people have ten thousand miners or thirty thousand or fifty thousand, you know the biggest one in the world. Yeah, shutting them all off at the same time. What is it going to do? Just going to decrease difficulty and make it make it more profitable for other people to mine. Right. So it's it's like. It is decentralized. I don't think there's any one person in power. There's, I mean, because remember, if if they start coming offline, it would take Russia turning off all of its miners, America turning off all of its miners, South America to turn off all of its miners, the Middle East to turn off all of its miners, Australia to turn off, you know, all of these regions, India, India, another huge consumer, you know, Everybody has to turn off all of their miners for it to be become a problem. And but keep in mind, what happens if if less people are mining? Right. It's easier to mine. Easier to mine. So more profit, isn't it? I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I get it, you know. But you still have to have the foundation, and there still needs that. But but remember, when Bitcoin came out, there was like one guy mining it. It wasn't me. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's 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 the whole thing. Is is it's it still it still is decentralized regardless. Yeah. Because if everybody starts shutting their stuff off, I'm going to buy more miners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're kind of addressing some some of the challenges, and I think um, 
we it would it would be remiss not to talk about the environmental sustainability concerns of mm-hmm. of these level of, of miners. And we've we've talked in previous podcasts about a lot of really cool ways that um, you know mining facilities are offsetting some of these issues, mm-hmm. repurposing the heat. Right. Um, I don't know what you do with the noise uh, in a. <laughs> In a, an air cooled uh, situation, just and, let it run. Uh, we're still waiting for somebody to, to call us and let us know how how right. uh, how they're repurposing the noise to right. uh, positive uh, positive <laughs> use for the environment. Or I mean, take uh, the most annoying wine we could possibly <laughs> find, and then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah there, that'd there, be I, awesome. I'm sure there's a way to to, to manufacture the the. the um, uh, those those fans yeah, better yeah yeah it exactly. cost a hundred bucks a piece yeah yeah I mean instead of like the ten bucks or whatever they are but yeah but yeah but I I had I had a really cool uh, a really cool stat and you know I love my love my stats on these I want to always bring in a little a little thing but if um this is this is from a reliable very reliable source um off the line but if all Bitcoin mining operations were a country. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they would rank in terms of energy energy consumption across the world? Number one. Number one. <laughs> Number one, sure. Easy. That's an easy one. Yeah. Is um, that right? No, it's not right. No. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, anyway, let me guess. Bitcoin only. Bitcoin, Bitcoin only. only. Bitcoin only. Still, still like 90% of the... Yeah. The, 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 maybe this is disappointing. I thought this was really this was really high when I saw it, but now that you said number one, you kind of like... You just taking the, the the juice out of my uh, my stack. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. It's like well, it's like it's like when it's like when your kids are like they're like, how much is that? Yeah. I'm like it's a million dollars, and they're like, oh, like, that's oh, it, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, welcome Six, to California. Yeah, sixty first, sixty first across really? the really, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah. Oh over, man, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. It would, I mean, if I would have tried, I couldn't have been more it wrong. It would contain the computing power equivalent to over 3.7 million supercomputers. There's yeah. a lot of computers. What's a supercomputer nowadays? I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. Readers, uh, followers, readers, uh, yeah. listeners and followers, can you can you clarify what is considered a supercomputer now? Yeah, because my my laptop my here, iPhone yeah, is a supercomputer. My laptop here five years ago would have been a supercomputer. Now yeah. I can't even get it to edit our podcast properly. No, no, you, you can barely. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to tell them about that. That was awful. Yeah, I know. Don't, Darren is not a technical person, just so everybody knows. That's why we have Sam. Big shout out to Sam Clark. Yeah, Sam Clark, thank you so much. Yeah, our we, editing genius. Oh man, we need him bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we're you know we're do we're doing our usual thing, and we're just having a conversation, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But we're but we're also touching on you know what institutional grade mining looks like. Um, obviously, some of the the positives. Um, some of the challenges, and, and I think that the environmental sustainability concerns is definitely right. uh, the, the the biggest piece. And um, but more mining operations are exploring green energy sources to might get their carbon footprint um, reduced. That's about all you could do. Yeah, right? yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. If maybe, you have a solar farm the size of Texas, maybe you can <laughs> maybe you can mine in, in the yeah. United States. But St- still waiting for someone to reach out to us. And maybe it's because nobody's listening. But yeah, maybe it's still, because we yeah. have seven people listening. Yeah. But uh, still waiting for somebody to tell me how we can make solar um, solar powered mining operations yeah. work. Yes, um, on a large scale. On a large scale, even even like really at the medium level. Is, right. is anyone doing it? Does anyone know anyone that's doing it? Don't yeah, I mean, I, I we should look up that customer we had that did that was convinced he could build a massive solar array that he had for super cheap parts and all that. Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know what happened. I haven't heard anything from him, and he has not bought more more miners. Usually, that's a sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, you we, we would normally have heard. Yes. Um, 
Okay, so let's let's rewind it back. I'm a I'm a medium, an intermediate level uh, mining enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I have. 300 miners. Okay. Um, I'm working off close to a megawatt. Right, I'm, right. I'm in that point. But I made a lot of money mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. because it's profitable. I got in at the right time. Right. Um, now I want to, I want to step my game up. I want to, I want to get to institutional grade level. What, what do I have to do? What do you have to do? Well, the first thing we always suggest is let's take a look at the market. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's like step one. Yeah. Step one is what's the price of the value of the token that you want to versus the historical averages? Like, where are we? Right. You got to use some, you know, stock quotes. Look at the, the moving average. You know, you got to take a look at things. Are we down? Are we headed on the uptrend? Are we headed on the downtrend? Now, obviously, we don't know. Um, we still can't source any crystal balls out of China. Trying. So, so we're still working on that. But we, 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 we want to look for things and be patient with our buy. We don't want to just grip it and rip it unless that's what the customer wants to do. But generally, we say, look, you know, Bitcoin's been up for the past 10 days in a row. Yeah. Probably due to pull back a little bit. Yeah. Let's wait for prices to pull back a little bit in China because as you know, the price of the miners is directly correlated to the value of the token that it, that it mines. Right. So if a customer wants to buy, you know, a thousand Bitcoin miners, we want to wait for it till we see a dip, contact Bitmain or whomever, what's miner mm-hmm. and say, Hey, it's time. We're ready to pull the trigger. Right. And, 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 and vice versa. If the, if the, if the stock, if the stock, excuse me, if the <laughs> value of the token has been down for the past 10 days, we, we got to go. It's right. time to, time to go. Let's right. pull the trigger. It's, it's, unless uh, the world is ending it's and buy- there's zombies yeah. <laughs> in, in, in case we, we, we just hold. It's uh, it's buy low, sell high. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of the, yeah, yeah, we try. Yeah. But where's low, where's high. That's, that's, that's what's hard to, to obviously project. But right. like you said, and we, we have, you know, another podcast that dives uh, a little bit deeper into the, um, you know, managing your mining investment, understanding the market and right. um, go check that one out. So, yeah. Yeah. In, 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 you know, another, one of the other things we do is, is since we're publicly traded, we have analysts, we have a few guys that, that yeah. know the stock market really well. And so we're able to hand the data off to them and say, look, you guys are traders. You know, we, we've got our, our stock guy and, and, you know, we, we give it to him and say, Hey, you're a trader. What's, what, what does this chart look like to you? And he gives it back, gives us his opinion. You know, we pass that information along and just say, look, we're not your financial advisor still, <laughs> but this is what we see. This is what we think. What are your thoughts? Right. Yeah. We try to keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, if we could if we could read the market, then we'd all be very very rich. And mm-hmm. I'd probably still do the podcast. Actually, I would. I actually yeah, enjoy this. Pretty cool. Yeah, but um, I hope we can get past eight viewers though soon. <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna hit. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a great short. It's like it's like any yeah. any pod. We're gonna have a, a short that yeah. people and maybe it'll be the one about sixty first in the world, and people will be like, really, really? Yeah, yeah that's where you're I thought you'd be like number one. I'm yeah. like, no, guys, it's sixty first. No, that's where we are. Yeah. yeah, and then now we'll actually get some traction. Yeah. It'll be up to ten. It'll <laughs> be awesome. But it's gonna blow up. I mm-hmm. promise. Um, okay, so I, I'm I'm taking my first step. I I, I understand the market. Um, it's we're, we're, we're right in the upswing. Mm-hmm. Things are, things are turning. Okay. Um, I've like got, right now, like right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what better time than right now? Right. Things are turning. Um, what I do next? Like what's the next step? Well, uh, usually customers at this level know exactly what they want to buy. Yeah. We, we will definitely make recommendations because 
even though, um, I'll just a quick example based on the markets today, even though like the J Pro Plus, or no, excuse me, it's not the J Pro Plus, no. it's just the Pro Plus. The Pro Plus. At 120 or 117 terahash, mm -hmm. um, generally speaking, you know, a significant discount to that of the XP. Right. A lot of people come in, they're like, ah, I want to I spend twice as much money for 20 more terahash. Yeah. And what we tell everybody all the time, every time is look, just overclock that 120 at 25% <laughs> and you will be higher than an XP and we can use our control cards to decode them. And so even though you'll spend more on electricity because the wattage is higher, there's no case currently that the ROI on an XP ever exceeds that right. of the Pro Plus, especially not that of an overclocked Pro Plus. Right. And, and, and we, this is what we do. And we've built this model out several times for, for various different customers. And we're just talking right now. The XP is still a great machine. It's a great Fantastic machine. machine. Um, if you have access, you know, if, you're, if your power rate is, is a little bit higher, right. it, it might make that's sense. A great, that's a great yeah. example of when to use an XP. Right. Or but, you can have it hosted with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in this situation, right. you're probably looking at significantly reduced power rate because you're institutional grade and you've got a lot of leverage with, with us right. or with the electricity well, yeah, company. Yeah, institutional or, guys are yeah. getting the best rates. I right. mean, I mean, they're I mean, how it works. 10, 10 and a half cents on, on immersion. Yeah. Or seven and a half cents on, on air cooled. Yeah. I mean, that's as, that's as good as you're going to get. Right. And, you know, we've already, we've already demonstrated how the, seven and a half cents quick, quickly becomes 10 and or 10 and a half or 11. And, and with this, you know, it's, it's very comparable and, and, and that's, that's the key, the key, key component. So after you've, you've chosen your miner, we know which one we want to get. We decide if we're doing liquid or air. Um, if it's air, it's easy. We just ship. If it's uh, uh, liquid, we, we do all the mod modifications there in China saving you, the customer, tons of money. This is all at cost, by the way. We do not make a single dime of profit on the PSU upgrade or the control cards. It is just a value-added service that we bring to you, the customer, just because, you know, number one, you're at that huge level. And number two, we want it to work as well as it possibly can because then that way, when you start your program, you'll probably never tell anybody about how and why you did it because it's a business and it's your business and you want to keep it a secret. Right. But when people refer us out and they come to us and they, you know, they see the whole program, it's like, wow, this makes a lot more sense. So you've got your miners chosen. You've got your, your, your medium. We're obviously going to go with the liquid cooled version. We modify your miners in China. We repack them. We, we receive them. If we're modifying them again, there's going to be more time. You yeah. get four to six weeks delivery to implementation, but we get them delivered. We roll them out. We unbox them. The unboxing process is the same no matter what. And we, we dunk them. That's it. You know, it's, it's pretty simple that way. Yeah. It's fairly straightforward. It is. And, and, and then you, and then you start, you start mining and you start making your return on investment. Now the other, the other side, and this is, this all comes down to the level of investment on the front end, mm -hmm. uh, the, the reduced cost for, for mining rigs, the, the reduced cost on your electricity. Mm -hmm. um, there is obviously some additional probably oversight. If you're managing something at that level, you're going to need a, a specialist team on the ground and not just, you know, one or two people, but right. an actual team. So uh, potentially. I mean, like a team of experts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we have those, right? We have yeah. some <laughs> team of experts. We actually yeah. have Tom Ellison. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think people forget he, you know, is 
data center manager for one of the largest cosmetics co- company in the world. Right. And he helped build and design, I, I think it's like 40 or 50 of those things. You'll have to ask him when he's on, but, yeah. but he, that level of expertise and hardware uh, set up in management is just really superior. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to find somebody with that level of expertise setting up, you know, a multi-billion dollar data center mm-hmm. uh, or a multi-billion dollar company in all of the data centers and then connecting them all and making them all work around the world. Yeah. And that's who we have to, you know, uh, link Texas to Texas. I know that's a huge stretch. <laughs> so I think, I think you can manage that, you know, Texas to Louisiana or South Carolina or Florida or North Dakota or wherever, or, or, or Arkansas or Oklahoma, wherever we're next. Right. Right. And you know, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the, the, the key thing. Um, and one of the other parts that, that we didn't mention though, is, is sometimes customers, you know, they have to choose the site. Like I just, I just was thinking yeah. the large one that we're talking about, they actually own, um, some land in yeah. Arkansas, mm. the L seven guys, oh. the ones that we've been talking to, they, they own land there and they want to set up a site. Interesting. But, but one, one thing they forgot is I said, how close are you to the power? And they're like, what do you mean? So that, that I ended that conversation quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, there's at that level, there's obviously, um, owning a site, not owning a site, mm-hmm. renting the site. I think, you know, there are, there are large scale, um, co-location mining solutions right. is, is also another thing. And the cool thing about, um, institutional grades, um, mining facilities is that there are co-location opportunities for the smaller individual miner. Like mm-hmm. you might be able to, you to also piggyback. enjoy, piggyback and join in. And we, we do this all the time. And, um, that's certainly something that, that we, we, uh, we project to provide for our retail customers right. as well. That's what we try to do when there's, yeah. when there's, when we place a, a larger client into air cooled, then we, we try to fill up some more air cooled slots for our, our, uh, our, uh, air cooled guys, yeah. the ones that insist on spending, yeah. spending a lot, but, yeah. but, but you know, that, and that's, that's what we try to offer. It's just harder because those are just, you know, um, right place, right time here, here's some space. And once they're once they're full, they're full. Yeah. Um, the the last thing, at least the last thing um, for for me, and this is this is important as as we grow and develop our our, our own uh, system. You know, observing and watching the the institutional grade level um, mining facilities, it, it provides a really good feedback as mm-hmm. to what the market looks like, how right. the market is turning, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's there's a there's an educational part there as well, and I think it's good for for us that we're certainly um, not in the same scale of hundred thousand miners in, in one location, and right. we probably never will be because that Mm-mm. sounds like a headache to no. Uh, <laughs> to, no, no. to manage an air cooled environment that big. <clears throat> it just doesn't appeal. Right. You know, it's not part of our business model. Right. But there's but there's there's an education there, and we and we learn from that, and we watch what they're doing, and we we you know we pick the good pieces. And, right. And, right. And, and and we try to to take it, and you know, and and just to add to. You know, we have great staff that that can do this, and and we we have the ability to operate the facility on your behalf, and just you know you just collect the money. But yeah. there is the other side too, which is the people that want to do this themselves. Yeah, and if they decide that, then we just build the facility for them. We use our our great referring partners; they build it. We we use engineered fluids if they want a liquid 
liquid cooled site. Why would they not? Yeah, I don't know. And 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 the the great the great part about the engineered fluids model that we have is we can just stamp out megawatt and a half, just like you know three hundred and sixty to, to like four hundred and twenty miners at a shot, depending on if you want overclock and you know a lot of the uh, wattage and, and things go you know to that. But we have a megawatt and a half just ready to stamp out just. Yeah. And, and however many you need and they all belong to you. And, and that's, that's part of the other thing that we offer is, is for, for customers that want to do this themselves, we just sell it to them in a megawatt and a half size. I mean, we can obviously customize it for you, but we've got this template already built. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple that way. Right. It just depends on what your needs and what your goals are. You know, and obviously we could build you like a 60 minor system. That's not really like <laughs> what we're talking about here. Yeah. If you're, if you're doing this on institutional, I mean, you, you're going to want, you know, five megawatts, 10 megawatts. And keeping in mind that, you know, there's a a little bit of overhead for like the palm strike coolers we have to compensate for. So like a a megawatt and a half system, you really need closer to that 1.75 in that range. And when you're getting to the five, you know, four and a half megawatt system, we need, we need the five. Yeah. We need, we need need the five to operate. So, you know, we can also do that for, for people as well. If they just start, Hey, no, 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 this is our career. We do not want you in here. We do not want you on site. We want to use our own software. That's up to them. If they want to do that, you know, we use, we, we have great software that we, we utilize to monitor things. We can look at things uh, around. We, we don't even have to monitor it for you. But, but part of what we offer always is we offer just the one-stop shop. That's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the key takeaway that people need to have. Number one, I mean, we can go through it both ways, but you, you choose your miner, we help you pick it. We, we, we get you the best price we can. We make very little to no profit mm-hmm. at all on them, on, on our hosted miners. Right. Okay. Number two, once the miners get here, either modified or not, we dunk them or rack them based, based on that. And, and this is the part where you take over. Yep. If that's what you want, you, if you want to rack them yourselves, you want to dunk them yourselves, more power to you. Although if you're doing liquid and you haven't done it yet, I, I, I'd let us do that okay, yeah. for you because it, it's only about 50 bucks a miner to, to have it cleaned and dunked and do all that. But it, it's still a lot of work. It's a process for it's sure. It's a process. Yeah. You know, obviously at this level, you know where you want to mine. If you want a node, we put that in place for you. If you don't want a node, you know, we, we start populating all the, all the miners with all the data. We name them. We get them entered into our system. We give you your username and password. You log in, you look at it online and you see it. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It's just, you know, we build to suit your options. And then, like we said, if it's liquid cooled, we work with you, we fine tune it, we try to optimize it based on what the markets are and how the conditions are looking. Yeah. We're getting close to the end. I know. We're, we're again, as always, it's great information. It's a, it's a, it's a good insight into what an institutional uh, grade mining, faci- mining facility or mining setup might, might look like. And, and I think um, <laughs> they're here to stay. Right. Uh, they're going to continue to play a vital role in, in the crypto ecosystem, mm-hmm. um, in the sustainability of, of the blockchain. Um, I think their impact on the market is great for everybody to, to, to learn from, ourselves included. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically see the first stage of technological advancements at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's there there's also a, a learning curve with the evolving regulatory environment uh, mm-hmm. in, in this space as well. So, um, 
They're not going anywhere. No. Thank <laughs> and, God. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these are, these are the most exciting projects to be a part of for sure. Yeah. And, and we love it. So if you have any questions, mm-hmm. please email Darren. Yeah. D-A-R-R-E-N at asicminersus.com. Or if you're serious and you're really ready to do this, email me. Yeah. Andrew at asicminersus.com. And uh, I'm not going to put my phone number out there or Darren's, but if you go to asicminersus.com it's there. or Liquid Immersion Hosting Worldwide, it's there. It's there. You can, you can call him, bug him, see him, do whatever you need. Absolutely. And, and I, think it's, I think it's important to share that um, you know, we're, we're here to, to be a, a, any, any part of that process. Mm-hmm. We, we can help, whether it's securing your miners, whether right. it's full-scale build-out, right. whether it's connecting you with the right people. Right. You know, like there's, there's, a, there's a business element to what we do, but there's also that we're enthusiastic. We're enthusiasts of this. Um, we're, we're, we're here to be a resource uh, and to help. So, um, and on that note, being a resource, if, if you enjoyed this episode and you found this episode a resource, please, please don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends. I mean, we're, we're really trying to get above just, just the wives and the dogs and a couple close friends listening and watching. I think my kids listen to this now. The kids do too. Yeah. Good. My, but, my but Hadley's, she's four, so <laughs> I don't know if she's getting you, much out of it. You put it on for her to go to sleep. No, right? It puts her right to sleep. I was going to say, it's probably the perfect tonic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, listen, that's all uh, for today's episode of Crypto Submerged. I uh, hope you find our exploration of institutional grade crypto mining uh, informative and thought-provoking. Um, Andrew, any last words to take us out? No, if you, like Darren said, if you liked it, like we, we, we want the feedback, you know, that's, that's why we leave some of the topics kind of hanging there because we want, we want people to give us some information back. Like we, we, we know a, a thing or two about crypto mining and hosting and all of those things, but we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And if, and if you have any additional information that's valuable that we can talk about, we'd love to have you on. So please email, email Darren and uh, bring it up and maybe we'll get you on and we could talk about things and you can help clear the air because we're not perfect. We're human beings. We make mistakes. We make bad jokes sometimes at the, at the wrong time. time. I'm, I'm sure I'm still getting blown up about this solar thing, how I said there was like 10 hours and somebody was like, no, there's actually 7.46 hours of sunlight available <laughs> per day. And, you know, things like that. But if, if you have a constructive uh, a way, you know. we can... You know, we'd, we'd love to have some people on. We'd love to get some feedback and, and really go from there. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening again. We appreciate it. Until the next time. Until ha- the next time. Happy mining. Happy mining.